there's ops everywhere. And what ops should be is that blended, you know, those five elements, expertise on the tech, business model expertise, process expertise, understanding of the business, providing the outsider's viewpoint to balance the insider's viewpoint. Mike, it has been a long time since we uh, did one of these things. It has been a while, Recording man. a Black Line podcast. I, it, I, I hope I can remember everything that I'm supposed to do. <laughs> well, you look like you got a lot of energy today. I've got a headache. My, my head's been killing me. But Sorry I'll, I'll get that. energized. I promise you I'll get fired up. All right. Sorry to hear that. Let's get fired up. What is that? Um, do you ever see the show, The Unit? The Unit? No, I don't think I have. They were um, Army Special Forces undercover, that they were a logistics group. It was Dennis Haysbert who was the first president in um, 24. Remember the show 24? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was the show he did after that. Scott Ford was in there. It's actually pretty, it's actually pretty cool. That's how they, uh, the opening is. Anyways, just check it out. You can watch I, it on Hulu. Yeah, there you, you go. Hey, speaking of, doesn't look like you have a lot of energy, Mike. You look, you're looking kind of low energy yourself right now. Our listeners are going to be really excited with our energy. Really? I don't, I don't feel that you got, way. You, you got no background. It look, you got I nothing know. I, I just, I, I just uh, got some, some new office space. So I, I haven't done any painting or anything like that. You, you moved into an empty void? I did. So I mean, it kind of, a, it, it worked perfectly. I go to the gym every day. The owner of my gym, he had, he's always had this upstairs space. And I was like, hey, dude. How about I uh, just take it over? And he was like, yeah, please. So next time you'll have some. Yeah. Next time I'll have probably painted and some, some murals. Haven't, haven't you read the news? Everyone's going out of offices. They're leaving offices. I know. And working from home. Remember I went to, I, I've been working from home since 2002. So. I know. So now that everyone's this, you, you just want to be different. Is that what it is? You just different. Yeah. Now it's challenging with the, uh, as the kids get older, come home from school. Can you go hit some baseballs with me? Can you help me with my homework? Do this, do that. I hear you. I hear you. Those days are over for you though. Now that you're getting to, uh, into, uh, senior citizenship and, um, you know, kind of wow. blue haired dinners. You're a little salty today. Senior citizenship. <laughs> You wonder how old I am, Mike? I am so old that my youngest daughter turned 21 yesterday. Maybe that's why you have a headache. Quite possibly. That might, that might be it. Nah. Yeah. No, she's in Florida. She's nowhere near me. Oh, okay. So yeah, I didn't I I I didn't get drunk on her on her 21st. Yeah. She may have. 21. That's crazy. It is insane. All righty. Well, let's get into the focus of today. Let's talk about our big primary. have been noticing this for a long time. You and I have talked about exploding tech stacks. There was an article that just came out actually a couple days ago, the consequences of SAS sprawl, a real world study. SAS sprawl. What do you think of that? Is that like I mean, SAS Barilla? It's, it's a real thing. Um, I don't know about the, uh, the terminology, but an analysis of Okta's 2020 customer database revealed that companies employing 2,000 or more individuals maintained an inventory 
of 175 apps on average. A similar study conducted by Blissfully in 2019, firms employing more than 1,000 used 288 SaaS apps on average. Um, and smaller companies from another study employed 100 or more SaaS, SaaS apps on average. I think that's interesting that, that 1,000 and up have more SaaS apps than 2,000 and up. 288 SaaS apps on average. I could, I mean, I could probably hit hit it with uh, two thousand and up having less. That's kind of probably an easy an easy answer to that one. More centralized control, correct, and security. Um, I remember a few years ago, I was having dinner up in Boston at a HubSpot event, and I was talking with uh, Brian Halligan, and I talked about SaaS anarchy. Yep which is just and 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 now you've got this whole move i still think it's funny this whole trend of no code and i don't know what groups you follow on twitter i know, I know you don't get on the socials anymore um but there's this group of no code no code no code i know scott brinker talks about um no code a lot i i think increasingly well because let me ask you this i think increasingly code no code is going to become like it, like what marketers used to talk about online, offline. It's one of those designations that, that we use for ourselves internally because it makes us feel, I don't know, yeah, special, there's, I smart, mean, there's, something. You know, I, I, I think I, I'm going to bet that that data underestimates the number of SaaS apps that people have. Oh, with, with, without question. Because there's so, there is definitely a lot of apps that... I'm I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase it that um, you know hidden apps that that people are using. Well, yeah, I mean, I I think I know I talk to people a lot of times. You know, I I was talking. We were doing a um, assessment on on a company. We're talking about you know what technology do you use? Oh, we just use CRM. Um, I'm like, oh well, what about Outlook? Oh yeah, we use that too. Right. What about? Oh yeah, we use that too. Right. What about? Oh yeah, we use that too. Right. And we, and we don't even think of those as, as, as SaaS or applications. Um, you know, the other thing that happens too, especially with this whole, you know, BYO, uh, you know, bring your own device, working from home, um, you know, heck Roblox, right. I mean, if you think about it from, from, you know, where we, we've got applications that are on people's computers that have nothing to do with work that, that are interfering with all that, et cetera. And yeah, it's, 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 it's really insane. What are you seeing as, as a, as a provider, what are you seeing? I mean, because one of my predictions is that companies are beginning to experience SaaS fatigue. Mm -hmm. um, and and I'm, I'm, I'm going to share a term that I coined in, in, in a minute. Um, and, and, and I think that's going to put pressure on, on, on a lot of providers as, as they're going to begin to go, okay, wait a second, we've got to begin to bring some rationale and peer things down. What are you seeing as a SaaS provider? So, um, well, like the I mean, more the merrier. Right. No, 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 no. I, I mean, we can we can definitely go into that. I, I mean, there's a number of points I think we can hit on in today's conversation. But one of the there's two kind of glaring things that I'm seeing. Um, the first being security, privacy uh, is becoming more and more front and center, even 
small to mid-sized organizations that we're working with require you to go through a security audit, um, you know, to kind of feel like they can check their boxes. And yeah, we did research on them. We ensured that they had all the right um, controls in place. Uh, also, not only that, I mean, with all the new regulations, you have to ensure that you have the right controls in place. I had to so, complete I had to complete a 117 question questionnaire. That's not that, even, that's nothing. Hold on, hold on. Where nine, at least 95 of the questions had nothing to do with me because we weren't the provider, right? We're not, like, we're, you know, we're implementing, we're not, we're not the technology. And still it's like. Yep. So uh, seeing more of that uh, occur and then to your point around SaaS fatigue, I think more and more organizations are, or even just users expect better integration uh, with their primary, with their primary OS or primary platform. We've talked about your CRM kind of being your operating system for sales and marketing. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, I just really feel that people are tired of having to log into 50 different apps every single day to, to accomplish one task. Okay. So those are two different things. And remember we had a previous conversation about single sign on. I mean, I, yep. I understand that that has an incremental cost to SaaS providers of what, like $10,000 per user. I Man, you just love me. digging that hole, like just digging it in even deeper um, and deeper. Um, so there's, there's integration and then there's, how many apps I have to use. Right. Okay, so you're right. Are, you know what I'm saying? Those are two right. different no, no, no. things. Absolutely. So there's integration and then there's user experience, I guess is the easiest way to put it. Um, the UI. What UI am I interacting with in order to accomplish a task? So let, let, let's take a step back. Let me share, you know, because I've, I've been looking at companies um, and obviously, you know, we do a lot of work deep in, in their utilization and, you know, if anyone's paid any attention to the SAS index, um, you know, you know, basically, if, if you would just blindly put your money in every public SAS company or every SAS company that's become public in the last, you know, 24 months, you, 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 you wouldn't necessarily be smart, but you'd be very, very happy. Yeah. Right. And in, in, in terms of, in terms of where your investment is, I mean, it's, it's just absolutely you know, the whole, um, I was actually talking over the last couple of weeks, you know, HubSpot just reported their earnings, um, and, and so usually like in that three or four weeks before earnings, I, I end up talking to probably about three to five different analysts that are covering HubSpot getting, you know, a wise person's viewpoint on, um, you know, <laughs> what, 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 what's happening, et cetera. And, and I was, and, and, you know, you know, obviously the, the, the revenue numbers have, have been blowout growth rates have been blowout. And, you know, this, this is true HubSpot up to the behemoth of Salesforce. Um, and, and they were asking me, you know, where's the demand coming from? And, and do you think that it's sustainable? Um, and, and some of the theory is that you got this whole big bulk of demand that came out because of COVID where, you know, it really moved, you know, but, but it was like, you know, there's the concern that it was, you know, it, there was this event, people had to make an adjustment. Is that going to carry through? And I said, you know, actually, I think that there's tremendous demand um, and, and tremendous latent demand that that the cloud transformation, you know, digital transformation and cloud transformation in these, you know, 
not, not just in companies that are emerging, but companies that have been around for decades, large to mid market. And, and we're just seeing, you know, you know, massive, and we're, we're, we have been overwhelmed this year, moving people from homegrown systems. I had no idea so many companies tried to build their own systems. It, it, it I, you know, I feel almost foolish, but what I'm seeing is in that move to tech and in that FOMO, it's, it's like, okay, buy the technology and, you know, oh, what, oh, buy the technology, oh, buy the technology. And so I, what I'm, what I've begun to coin is we're no longer talking about just cloud tech stacks. What we're seeing is mushroom cloud tech stacks, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and these tech stacks are just because I actually think sprawling is the right word. I actually like that because that's what we, I mean, it is just sprawling technology looking at these implementations on the back end of, you know, how this one was set up and that one was set up. I see lots of people bitching about integrations and I'm like, you know what? You're not even at the point where, where you, you should be thinking about, right, right, right. Because, yes. you know, be, because the way each thing was set up was done so bizarrely. So uh, there, there, there's also another thing I think that you missed there or that maybe you inadvertently left out. One of the reasons why there were all of these homegrown systems is one, there was, you know, there was extreme cost. 10, 15 years ago to move an entire organization to Salesforce. So executives, board of directors, they felt, oh, well, now we're going to be locked into Salesforce. And it wasn't highly customizable. Now you've got these new systems. It, it, it wasn't without, without investing hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars in developers to develop on top of Salesforce. Yeah, but it, didn't they do that anyways with their homegrown well, system? Uh, well, they did, but they also weren't paying a bill to Salesforce just to be a database. Um, and so you you do have organizations that are realizing, okay, some we can do this in a much more cost-efficient way with an out of the, you know, with an, and with an out of the box system and then build on top of that because those systems have a lot more flexibility. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's not what I'm seeing. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm seeing that the move and the, and that the hesitancy to the move is that this is a cost, that this is a major cost. Um, e even in the element where, where I pointed out and, and, and been able to point out that, you know, if you look at the cost of you have two, three, four, people in your IT team that are dedicated to maintaining this and they wouldn't have to, you know, that that's a soft cost for them. Cause that's already in the book. That's so, already so in the books. Yeah, but so, so I, I, you know, I, I think it's actually more in, in the, um, in the old school idea that IT felt that, that, you know, build was better than buy. Oh, there, there's no doubt about that. There's, but, I mean, but not because of 100%, cost, not because of cost, there, there, because of control. There, there, well, there is control there, but there's also self preservation I mean, that's self-preservation, but there are costs. Now, I think if I were in one of those situations, I would say, well, if you think back over the last 10 years, how much you've spent. No, I, I, I'm, I'm with it, you. Like the return on investment is, is still not going to, um, See, or your I'll, return on investment over the course of a few years is going to, the payback period is going to be very short. I'll tell you the two or three things that I think are causing the, the, the huge shift. Um, number one, the pandemic did highlight that Without all of these systems, well, let me, let me finish. 
that all of these systems are not talking to each other. And I, and I think one of the things that happened was, you know, everyone got scared at the exact same time. CEOs started, CEOs and boards started asking for, for the status on things and no one could put it together. And, you know, all of a sudden everyone was working from home. You weren't in a central place. How, you know, it, it, you know, it became clearly acute of, of what the shortcoming was working in, you know, in, in non, you know, you know, with, you know, non open API, non modern, you know, you know, not, not in modern day systems. I think the second element is that it departments right now, from, from what I'm seeing, um, and, and granted I'm in, I'm in a segment, but what I'm seeing is they're under tremendous pressure. They're not being given resources. They're not given budget for additional headcount and, and the pull on them is, is too much. And so one of the things where, where I'm seeing IT beginning to let go of to enable a lot of this cloud transformation is, is the realization that, you know, you know, moving, you know, in, in the sales and marketing space where I work and where we work is, okay, so that's no longer going to be our responsibility. So, so it's pushing it to the business line. And then the third thing is that just the way sales works today, the way buyers buy, the way the whole customer experience, um, you know, and I think Yamini uh, talked about that really, uh, really well recently um, in a blog post she wrote related to, to InVent. She didn't really give the speech on it. She talked a little bit, but, um, and, and that, you know, you just can't do that. You, you, you're, you're losing competitiveness because of that. So I, I think it's three things. I don't, I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think they're seeing it as more cost efficient. I think they're, Again, I think they're seeing it as, and again, the big, the big barrier for the core stuff is they're actually seeing it as an as an increased cost, not 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 an not. There, a, there not is there is there is no doubt about that, no doubt. Right, and efficiency and it, of the people that are are working in these different, you know. Now, now what what I think is happening, and and why I'm talking about mushroom cloud uh, stacks, is I think that there's, you know, to steal a term from from the airline industry, I think you got a hub and spoke issue. Right. I think you've got central systems. That's what we're talking about. But with this whole product led growth, um, the number of applications that are available, how easy it is to get an application, how how much less how much easier it is to implement technology because it is moving to, to more and more of a no code environment. You've got all kinds of people. You know, this is the anarchy part. You know, this person buys this, that person buys that. Someone buys Miro, someone else buys, uh, you know, you know, so someone buys Miro because, you know, there are departments now in four different places and someone told them about it and they thought, hey, that's a, you know, a cool whiteboard that, you know, interact, you know, you know, whatever. And so you have this whole just explosion of, and, and at the same time, while people are moving towards one source of truth, you've got, you've got these other things that are working against it. And, and I still think you know, for every, like, I think there's a lot of CYA. I think there's a lot of like security has, has taken it, you know, has, has advanced in its authority, but I think that there's no, like, there's no tech strategy and, and there's Wait, no organizational, like they, they to, to, totally agree. And, and I was trying to think of the word that I was, the, that I was uh, thinking about before is really these kind of shadow apps. And you, you you hit the nail on the head when you said you've got kind of a hub and spoke. It's not even a strategy, but you've got really this hub and spoke 
thing happening where the barrier to entry for me as an employee of a company to go solve a problem that I want to solve with software is unbelievably easy. And I'll give you a, a, a real life, for instance. So I was talking to a really good buddy of mine the other day. He is, he runs the Mid-Atlantic region for, I'm not going to name names, for one of the largest optical companies in the world. And he was telling me about how he uses constant contact to keep all of his customers up to date. He writes them a monthly newsletter and he's got his own constant contact um, infrastructure. And I'm like, well, why don't you just give that to your marketing team? He goes, because then I can't really control what they're sending, how much they're sending. So I've just built my entire, my, my own database. And he actually uses HubSpot CRM to build his own black book because if he leaves that optical organization and he goes to another one, he gets to carry that along with him, just like we all used to carry around paper and business cards. You can kind of do the same thing with a free product like HubSpot CRM. And then he's investing 30 bucks a month in constant contact. And then who knows how many other apps he has. But again, the, the, the shadow apps, to your point around, you know, an organization only using 150, 200 apps, it's, it's probably an order of magnitude larger than that what what's your take because he's not the only one doing that no no not at all what's your take on that um as an individual i can understand it but as a corporation that is a that's a that's a um that's a big problem um and it's also a lack of oversight it's a lack of um it's probably the wrong term a lack of leadership a lack of trust within an organization. Yeah, um, and and here's here's something you know it it is a huge <clears throat> huge risk. You're, no question, it is a massive risk. <clears throat> You're violating there is no single source of truth in those types of organizations where people can just have these but, shadow things going on. You're violating your privacy policy. Yep. You're violating your data security policy. Yep. You're violating GDPR. Yep. You're violating CCPA. Yep. You're... You don't have data in your primary uh, systems of record. You're you're violating confidentiality. Yep. You're you're in any kind of you can't you can't control or sustain data breaches. Right. It's a fascinating. It's a fascinating. Um, it, it, I, it, 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 it's, it's a fascinating. It's going, it's going on everywhere. Yeah. So so I'm even though talking like my 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 point is even outside of that. I think the problem is not, I think too many people are still looking at their problem as not enough tech. And I think the problem is pretty damn close for most companies of too much tech. Yes. Right. And, 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 and so that, that aspect of what's going on just sprawls. And, and I, so, you know, I started talking about strategy um, and I started saying, you know, we need a tech, we need a tech strategy. I'm like, no, that's not right. Because I think that's where, you know, it's funny because we talk about eliminating silos and the working silos aren't the problem. It's actually the strategic silos and you can eliminate the working silos and we're still not eliminating the strategic silos. And here, and here's what I mean by this, you know, the, the tech geek set the tech, um, the, the executive set the strategy the the mid management set set the tactics and and you know processes 
And, and what I, what I've come to realize is, you know, successfully implementing tech requires the orchestration and balance of five things. Um, you need, you need expertise of the tech and, and, you know, that's becoming harder and harder. If you think about like, if I took a two month nap and by the way, just as a side note, how does a two month nap sound right now? Uh, right about now. sounds incredible. I'm like, I could. I could definitely go for a two month nap, but you know, if I took a two month nap, I'd be so out of touch with HubSpot. Like yep. from a, like I'd be able to use it. Actually, I was, I was um, going over something with, 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 with a client senior executive and he's like, well, how do I do this? And I go in and I'm like, I, like I was almost embarrassed. I'm like, oh wait, no, that's not where it, I said, you know what, Mike, I, I'm going to have to have somebody on my team. I, I don't, it was setting up goals for, for I'm like, I, I don't do this. And, you know, it's moved like three times since I was the one that, that, that put that stuff in. Right. But so you need, you need a deep understanding of the tech that's going to be involved. Um, you need business model expertise, right? You need business process expertise and business process design expertise. You need deep understanding of the business and you need a balance of viewpoint. And the viewpoint that I'm going to talk about is the inside view versus the outside view. Right. And, and I think inherently, within or now larger organizations like ge's tend not to have this same problem because if you really think about a g you know if you think about your your big 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 companies your your you know multi-billion dollar companies they, they really are um a holding organization with lots of business units yep. and so that holding organization it's almost like they're a consulting company to a whole bunch of business units and so the senior senior team maintains that outsider's view Right, they see the forest instead of the trees, and then the business units manage the trees and sometimes fail to see the forest for the trees. Right, and so, like, you, you need both. You know what I mean? Like everyone says, you're not seeing the forest for the trees. And it's like, yeah, but if I don't see the trees and I only see the forest, then you know that 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 creates. You know what I mean? So so a when you're managing it internally, I actually saw a company that, that, that that's really well known. Um, that is seeking a um, HubSpot project manager to manage the implementation of HubSpot through their franchise network. And I looked at it, I'm like, that is a mess waiting to happen. What they need to do is hire, you know, a kick-ass firm like ours that has the, you know, they can blend that deep expertise because they'll, you know, we'll bring the outsider's viewpoint and we'll maintain that outsider's viewpoint, you know, to balance that, if, you know, if you get what I'm saying. So once you're implementing it inside, you're so, you have that insider's viewpoint, you don't have, you know, that, that balance, but so you have tech and the, you know, you, you, you have tech people talking about tech and that's the tech strategy. You have senior talking about business, right? It, it's all kind of all over the place. And, and that's why no one ever solves the problem. And that's why I think tech keeps getting added to it because you create the next symptom and it's like, okay, well, the simplest way, what looks like the easiest way to solve it is throw on another piece of tag. Yep. Um, and, and you actually just create, you know, you create more of a Rube Goldberg machine, not less of one. Well, the, I mean, the same thing hold, I mean, the same challenge takes hold in a lot of different parts of businesses. I mean, the same with software development, you know, that's why you got tech debt is because, you, you try to solve some problem, you don't, you know, you don't, you, you never fix the symptom. But you also brought up a really good point, which I don't think 
it, it's right there on the surface, but it's something that you don't think about day in and day out is, I mean, tech is changing. New options become available. Better options become available, um, you know, that can, can streamline, you know, what you're doing. It, you know, within a matter of a month or two, you might hear about another product that's orders of magnitude better than what you're using. And it's like, well, let me go try this thing. And then... Um, and, you know, that's why I actually think today is the birth of ops. Is ops. That, that should, yeah, that, that's a very good point. Keep, keep strategic keep ops. Right, right. Yep. Right. And, 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 and there's revenue ops, there's dev ops, there's operations ops, there's finance ops, there's, there's ops everywhere. And what ops should be is that blended, you know, those five elements, expertise on the tech, business model expertise, process expertise, understanding of the business, providing the outsider's viewpoint to balance the insider's viewpoint. And, you know, managing that in a cross-functional manner, I think that's the path that people have to take. And I think when you do that, you'll get tighter, you'll get more streamlined, your tech will become far more valuable, and you'll, you'll probably also have less of it. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that one, Mike? No. Because I, I, mean, I think what's happening we, we, is we, the, yeah, the companies, I mean, you know, like I call it the mushroom cloud because... There, there's that explosion that, that, that's coming. And I, and I think, you know, in, in, in the pursuit of nimbleness, there were a lot of people are just adding quicksand to the environment. That's, 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 that is a very accurate statement. Just look at my one password uh, thing. And it's just like, just passwords and passwords and passwords and passwords of all these different apps. Um, I mean, luckily we're, uh, at least I'm in control where I know what I'm spending money on, what I'm not, what's legacy, those types of things. But I, I mean, I can only imagine the complexity at a, at a larger organization. Um, I mean, heck, uh, look at, look at the way the iPhone entered the market with the enterprise uh, space. Look at, look at Max. Like when I was at extra hop, we had the most locked down security ever and the guy that ran security uh he was i loved him in person but he was an asshole when it came to uh trying to use different apps that's not a that's not a that's not a published app we have not we have not checked that out and so what i started doing was i i had my own mac a macbook air that's what i like bringing on customer meetings and 95 percent of what i could have needed to accomplish i could accomplish over the web um, I didn't need to VPN in. And so I just used my MacBook Air and I was at a meeting and he happened to be at it and he saw me with my MacBook Air and he flipped out. Um, that's not a, a protected laptop, but that's that kind of shadow. It's not a shadow app, but it's shadow IT where you're right. I, I was breaking all kinds of privacy and Privacy yeah, and, 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 and I think if you bring that cross functionality, you got to figure out how to solve for as much as possible. Yeah, and, and balance where those trade offs are. Yeah. All right. Let's move to our question, Mike. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. How's everybody doing? All right. Got, so the new holding company name for Facebook was released and will now be meta with plans of building out a metaverse. What are your guys' thoughts? Will it be successful or will it forever be a meme for years to come? So I don't even know what the hell a metaverse is. 
it's the digital life, the and 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 augmented reality, virtual reality. It's like I'm going to be walking around my house. I'm going to see my wife virtually walking around, and <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the challenge. I get. I get what you're saying. I mean, the challenge is. You get what I'm saying? I didn't say anything. Well, I, I well, I, I get, I get the question, um, or I get the eye roll. Um, so many kids today are living behind screens, which is a little bit of a is very scary. But I myself, I, I would much rather prefer three D, real life, three D life. You've talked about it before with Zoom and video, and how exhausted we all get, and we're three D creatures. We're not two D creatures. Um, so I don't know. I, I the, the meta verse, meta changing your name well, kind of thing. I, I mean, what well, I, I I think the question has two different elements to it. There's the Facebook element, and then there's the the metaverse element. Yeah. And and I, and I think you were, um, you know, maybe li living in a little bit of a glass house, throwing stones, or maybe you're a pot calling the kettle black or something. You know, kids live behind screens. Yeah. When's the last time you went face to face with a customer? Well, live in person. And, 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 well, I, I see people in person all day, every day. No. When's the last time you went to a customer? You're you're the chief. You're heavily involved oh, in sales. Well, it, it's it's been it's been a long time. Um, I can't. When, when, I, like, I can't. When's the last time? You. When's the last time more than half of your interactions with a customer were in person, not online? I wish they were more in person. No, you but don't. I'm selling a low no, cost, you don't. lower cost. No, you uh, don't. A lower cost item. You do not. That's a lie. It is. It is, it is not a lie. You, you, you'd be able to make a fraction of the revenue that you'd have if, if, well, if it were. That's what I, well, no, that's what I said. That was the last part of my comment, which was, I sell a much the. It, we can't afford to meet in person. Well, the the same thing's true. I mean, the number of people that I've talked to in the last. 18 months CEOs who are like, you know, last year was my best year ever. I didn't have to pay for travel. I didn't have to yeah. pay for entertainment. And you know what? My sales didn't suffer at all. Holy cow. So I like, I don't care what your price point is. You know, that, that, that's, you know, you know, good old days. you I mean, your entire business is based on the idea of, of the metaverse that we're digital. Right. So, so let, let, let's not say just the kids are sitting behind screens. We're all sitting behind screens. We're all sitting so, okay, fair, 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 and, fair. And, and, and so I think, you know, the meta of the metaverse, and, and I actually think, you know, the, I forget who it was, um, wrote, I thought a great column on this, who talked about what the metaverse really is. And the metaverse isn't an event. It isn't goggles. It's when the value of our digital life becomes more to us than the value of our, of our non-digital life. And look, for old fogies like you and me, we're, we're never going to be in a metaverse. But I don't know if you just saw Nike just issued a patent for digital product. And, and by the way, getting a copyright, they're, they're going to be selling digital products, right? So they're going to be selling the shoes for the character. And they've, they've been doing this with Fortnite for years, right? Where you could buy your stuff, you could buy your whole pad and, and things like that. So, you know, there, there's... You know, on one hand, it's it. I mean, everything has positives and negatives. So I think, like, there's no stopping the metaverse, quote unquote. I think the idea, you know, the Zuckerberg idea that we're going to walk around with Oculus elements and I'm going to my avatar is going to speak to your avatar. I, I don't think anyone's going there. But um, I, did you, I, did I, you ever I, see I, Kingsman? 
Have you seen the movie Kingsman? No. So in, in, in that there's these people sitting around the table, they're having a meeting and then you realize, you know, something happens and you know, everyone, except one person, everyone's in a different place and they're all holographs. Right. And, and look, I know it's TV. I know it's fictional. I'm not, but over the next 20, 30, 40 years, I bet you we're going to get pretty darn close to that. I bet you we're going to get pretty darn close to, you know, this element becomes more 3d. You remember they, you know, there was a great bit on that in Silicon Valley with, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, with, with Huli. So, so I think, you know, like, I think the metaverse is a trend that, that, that you're not stopping. And, and, and the point of it is this, this statement that adults make that kids spend all their time behind screens while they're spending all their time behind screens. We just don't think of it as like, this is the metaverse podcasts wouldn't exist if it wasn't the trend towards the metaverse. Um, so, so I think that, but it also depends on what industry or, or, or what you do for a living. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I mean, there's certainly, there's certainly a variation of, of where, where are you on the continuum, but in terms of the trend? Oh, no, in terms of the trend, you know, that's, that, that's fair. I mean, you know, let, let, let's remember that millennials are 40 now, right? Millennials are, are middle management now. I mean, I was, yeah. I was just on a company that, you know, we were talking about a quoting thing and, and, you know, they just send PDFs. So I, I don't, I don't even know why there's a link. It's like, seriously? You know, that's how that's that's not how my industry. Well, I got news for you. I bet you there's a number of your competitors that are doing it. And I know I know what the user experience is. It's like, yeah, I don't. And by the way, you know, you know what the pandemic did from my perspective? It was a great equalizer. You know, your 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 tech companies, they were already on that path. Industrial companies and and I've got a client that, you know, their, their challenge is their their key persona is is somebody that's not touchable they're, they're not they're not a they're not a defined part of the buying process but they're the ones that cause something to be bought they're the ones that cause it to be specced in well we started using video video design not for the person that we're quote unquote selling to video design for the person that we really want to influence using the person that we're selling to to pass that on all of a sudden they're able to have conversations they're getting calls from those people uh, yeah and and, you know you know hey i'm a design engineer speaking to a design engineer here's okay and and you know that's all metaverse right and 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 the thing is when we started doing it nobody was doing it there there are a lot more people doing that now so i yeah Yeah. i I think you know the the people who are sitting around going well it really depends on industry okay you know how how many times did we look at an industry and we're like yeah it and then, you know, five years later, we're like, ah, damn, you know, I knew that was coming. I should have taken advantage of it. I should have moved earlier. God, you sound like Gary Vee with that last comment. <laughs> you know, now, now, on the other hand, like, am I jumping on and, and, you know, moving my business to NFTs? And do I think cyber currency is going to change? You know, I, I, you know, there's, it's, it's a, yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think you still need to have a healthy dose of skepticism. But, but I think what you have to do is, is separate the, the noise and the buzz from what's really happening and, and focus on the trend, right? So like the trend of cyber currency or crypto, I'm sorry, cryptocurrency, boy, I just showed everyone how old I am. Um, the, 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 the trend of that, what, what I know is everything's moving to that experience. And, you know, someone brought up a great point about how, you know, with crypto, I was able to process this take care of it instantaneously. Um, but when I had to pay my bill to somebody, it took, you know, 
five days from initiation to this or whatever, because the financial system is built on a legacy structure. And well, well guess what? We see that going away where, you know, the stocks still take three days to settle. That, that That's only a matter of time. Right. And, and, yeah. you know, I remember, so Alamo Renicar used to, um, you know, they, they, they came into business, you know, back when, when the car rental business was um, Hertz, Avis and budget and national, right. It was those four, they had like all the market Alamo comes in and they offer a unique differentiator. All the miles are free. And it was Alamo where all the miles are free, right? Cause back in that day, if you rented a car, you got a certain number of miles per day and then you had to pay them per mile fee. And Alamo just started, you know, got, got tremendous growth, started picking up market share. Do you know what Hertz did? Every mile is free. They announced free miles. Guess what happened to Alamo's growth rate? They got bought by National, right? So, so you know that that efficiency piece. I absolutely see that trend, and I would absolutely bet on that trend. I know some like um, actually it was Scott Galloway who was saying this. He's not investing in crypto. He's investing, you know, in the picks and axes and the rails of crypto, right? So, so you know. Do I see um, um, a holy, you know, finance, you know, that, that, that underlying financial technology, would I bet on efficiency? Absolutely, I would bet on efficiency, right? So, so I, I think when you look at the metaverse from a business standpoint, you've got to look at the underlying trend and, and where all the noise is, is, is the gizmos and gadgets, right? So, so the tactic, the path, you know, is it going to be crypto? Or, or is it going to be something else? Here's what I'm going to bet. Unless we get rid of the nation state, which means no countries, which by the way, if we get rid of the nation state, let, let's realize what that means, right? Because that's not, you know, let's hold hands and sing kumbaya time. Right? Right, right, right. So unless we get rid of that, states are going to control. And if you don't control the finance, the financial system, you don't control anything, right? And, and so when you're this, super outlier you can operate in this decentralized and by the way as you see more as you see more and more acceptance you're you know china is not allowing it. this you know us is beginning to talk about regulating this and that banks yep. you know jp morgan is beginning to do something well guess what right that's um and and, and so my point is there, there's that underlying trend bet on that trend but is, is it going to be this I don't know if it is that it's going to probably end up looking a lot like our, our underlying system does currently with a lot more efficiency. Right. So, you know, I would say the same thing about metaverse, like, like all the toys, gizmos, gadgets. I don't think we have any idea what the interface is going to be when we have that because it, because the technology doesn't exist yet to conceive of. I mean, I saw some commercial where, like there were all these people that were dancing, wearing their Oculus goggles. And I thought to myself, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Why would 30 people get together? Although I do understand they have these dances apparently where, where, where they, they wear, they wear, everyone headphones. puts on headphones and they're listening to something different. And they're like, I, I don't really, I, I don't get it. I yeah. really don't get yeah, that, that, but you know, so, so now in terms of the, now they're likely on a lot of drugs and things like that. Oh, sure. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. And in, 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 in terms of the Facebook side of it, uh, you know, there are people, I'm, I'm sure anyone curious has probably listened to somebody else who's got a better take. I, I, I think that, you know, on one hand, by the way, on one hand, it's smart. 
Um, I think Meta is a stupid name. And I actually think, I don't think, I think the name of the company is more, I forget, I heard somebody say it. It's more than just Meta. Um, it's like Meta Technologies or, or something like that. And, and, and in fairness, you know, I think that, that Facebook as a company is becoming a portfolio company, right? Um, and now it should be split up, but that's a, right. You that's know, so, so you know, WhatsApp, you know, for WhatsApp, you know, what, WhatsApp is now no longer owned by Facebook. You know, Google did the same thing. Now, yeah. at the same time, you know, Philip Morris changed the name to Altria, right? And, and, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I, think, um, I think Meta will be a meme for, for, for quite some time. Um, I look forward to when Facebook gets broken up. And yeah, that's my take. Good. I, I look forward to those days as well. All right, Mike, what's your takeaway? Uh, my takeaway, actually, I, I started laughing this morning because I hadn't seen it in a while. Um, my son used to wear this shirt all the time that says, uh, work hard, make bank. Um, but it, it really got me thinking. And uh, it, 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 it's kind of a mantra that I think I've, I've lived on, work hard, make bank. But uh, the word bank can be substituted with anything. Really just all depends on what you determine as bank. Work hard, you get what you need. That's my takeaway. My takeaway is focus on the trend. Don't focus on the gadgets. Like it. To get, it's, that, that, that's, a good, uh, that's, that's a good synopsis. All right. With that, that'll do it for this episode. Until next time, Mike, go out and throw some baseballs to your kids. I will. 